Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Virgo season in 2019. My name is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive. These horoscopes are meant to aid you in your healing, assist you in your expansion, and help connect you with your highest self. As you listen, please listen with an open mind and appreciate the symbols and suggestions. Take what works for you, leave the rest. Remember that these horoscopes are describing general energy for each sign, and it's up to you to get specific. Feel free to associate what I say to what is relevant for you. At their best, horoscopes work as pieces of mystical advice and sacred symbolism. Let them spark your imagination and stimulate your intuition. I suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask, what's your sign? It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign has to do with the time of day you were born in the place you were born. If you know that information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. If you enjoy your horoscope, please make sure to take a listen to Embodied Astrology for Virgo Season. That's a special episode called Divinity is in the Details. In this episode, I take you on a tour of Virgo's zodiacal energy and explore how it manifests in the world and in each of us. Everyone has every sign in their chart, and Virgo represents amazing and important energy for each of us. You can find the Virgo season episode linked from the show notes on my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platforms. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. If this work benefits you in your life, please consider making a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going. Recurring monthly donations can be made at any amount, and they'll grant you access to my expanded monthly reports, which include a special recording and a 15 to 20 page PDF that outlines the upcoming month's most important planetary aspects and lunar cycles, and offers suggestions for how to work most effectively with the astrological energy. If financial contributions aren't possible for you at this time, the number one way you can support this work is by sharing it with your family, friends, and networks, and leaving great reviews on iTunes podcasts. Finally, I want to add a special announcement for any of you who are ready to dive deeper with embodied astrology in your life. This autumn from September 29th through October 2nd, I'll be offering a very special retreat in Southern Washington state. We're going to be exploring the expansive potential and personal manifestation power of Jupiter and Capricorn. This is a year long transit, which begins December of 2019 and ends December in 2020. This three-day retreat includes daily movement, meditation, art, writing, and astrology classes where you'll learn how to work with your own chart. And you'll still have time for long walks on the beach, hot saunas, and great company. It takes place at the historic Southwester Lodge, a queer and female-run hotel made up of converted airstreams and travel trailers, and it's sure to be a -a one-of-a-kind experience. The retreat is quite financially accessible for the value, and I'm offering sliding-scale scholarships for queer, trans folks, Black, Indigenous, and people of color. Get more information at embodiedastrology.com in the Play and Learn section under Live Events. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Now, on to your Virgo season horoscopes. This is the month ahead forecast and audio horoscope for Pisces. And this is for Virgo season 2019. That's August 23rd through September 23rd. All right, Virgo is a very special sign for you. And you probably already know why. It's because it's your opposite. And therefore, it's your same. 
Um, the way that I understand tropical astrology, Western astrology, is that this is a language of polarities and that polarity is an illumination. When there's an opposition, uh, two points of something get to know themselves. So think about the symbol for yin-yang and how um, both the white and the black have the core uh, of the other right at their center. And you can think of Virgo and Pisces like this. They are two ends of the same spectrum. So you'll hear me talk a lot about this in Embodied Astrology for Virgo season, as I mentioned in the intro. Please check it out because Virgo is such an important sign for you because it is part of you, how you function, your psychology uh, as a Pisces identified person. Now in your solar chart uh, for your horoscope, Virgo rules um, the place in your chart that represents your opposite. And your opposite is another person. So we have you, your identity, your personality, which is described with Pisces, and then we have how you meet other people and what you expect from other people in relationship and how you set up the terms and the agreements of your relationship. In this part of the chart, we find information about your important contracts, um, agreements with important other people, and that includes spouses, uh, life partners, business partners, important collaborators, um, long-term friends, and people in general who you need to figure out how to get along with in some kind of um, not-so-temporary manner. So this is also the place in the chart where you might hear it described as the house of open enemies, because sometimes there are people that you just don't like, but you have to get along with them. And then finally, Whenever you meet someone, whether they're, I don't know, changing a tire on your car or um, a politician running for office and you're going to shake their hand, there is some kind of agreement and expectation energetically that we all carry about what it is to be in relationship and relationships that are quote unquote equal. Now, all relationships have their power dynamics and their hierarchies, and that's why I used the quotes, but I'm assuming you are somewhat of an adult or a person that feels your own agency to be self-reflective and aware of how you're acting with people, and this is what I'm talking about. It's what you expect when you're interacting with people in general. So, Virgo is a sign that is known for its austerity, for its capacity to labor and to serve, for its attention to minutia and details and some kind of orientation around attending to those details that can manifest as a kind of purity thing, like I'm going to take care of all these details. Um, but I don't know, it can also be a tendency to just take on a lot of details. And in the part of your chart that has to do with your important relationships, this is part of how we understand the psyche, uh, the psychology of Pisces, which is a sign that gives maybe endlessly. I've definitely heard that about Pisces. It's like you represent the ocean, you are this never-ending source of emotional capacity, permeability. Um, sometimes that looks like true compassion. Sometimes it just looks like your psychic space. 
And Virgo in your opposite sign says something about that. So it says something about the way that you're meeting people in the world, potentially with some kind of idea that you can take care of them, that you can manage some details with them. Um, or maybe that you see a lot of details. And one of the ways that Virgo can manifest is as nitpicky a little bit, sometimes controlling because it sees all the details and not everybody else does. And so sometimes in relationships, you might be a person that it's like this thing and that thing and this thing, and how can you not see that? And that I want to say is probably part of your love language. And that kind of attention to detail and um, desire to elevate relationships because you see where there are weak spots or you see fault lines is part of how you love. And when you do it consciously and when you do it with a sense of deep compassion and connection and exaltation for yourself and the other beings that you're in relationship with, I think you probably do it really well. But this is the important thing, is that you do it with a deep sense of compassion. And compassion, the word, means to suffer with, right? To suffer with. So part of what I'm going to suggest is that in your relationships right now, it's really important that you take the time to practice a kind of emotional and energetic objectivity where you really imagine putting yourself in the other person's place, in the other person's shoes. And this means that you have to leave your own experience. You have to leave your own expectations of what you want or what you think is right or the way that you want to be loved or the way that you want to be seen. And you have to really look at the other person and ask yourself, what are their priorities around feeling loved or being seen? What do I think that they really want? How does it feel for them when I am expressing myself in this way that might be about caring for them or caring for the details of our relationship or um, picking up on the minutiae of their energetic expression or their physical or verbal expression? You might get some interesting answers. And there's a bunch of stuff going on in your chart right now. Um, the main stuff being all of the personal planets, the Sun, Mercury, Venus, and Mars, moving through this part of your chart all of Virgo season. And I feel like the potential for you right now is to clean up. Um, I'm going to use a word that might rub you the wrong way, but I'm going to go for it. I think the potential is for you to clean up some messiness in your relationships. And this is not messiness about other people, particularly. It's going to be some kind of messiness about you and what you allow yourself to get into. And so other people might be messy, but when you get into a place where you are trying to clean up after them and pick up all the pieces and see the details of something before they do, because you know that it's going to be a problem, it is a misuse of your own energy. And throughout this month, the personal planets traveling through Virgo are making trine aspects, 120 degree aspects to the other earth signs. And the other earth signs are very active right now with long-term heavy hitter planets moving through them. And this is bringing a ton of change and transformation into the earth realm of your chart. So as 
the Sun, Mercury, Venus, and Mars all move through Virgo. They will send trines to Uranus and Taurus. And for you, Pisces has Taurus on the solar third house. This has to do with your communication and also with your mental process, your cognitive reasoning. And I think of this place as the translation space. So it's where you filter the information that you're getting in your life into language. You use that language first with yourself, your inner narrative to describe what's going on. And then you have some kind of experience around it and that turns into how you're communicating in the world. Now Uranus is a planet that wants liberation. And this is part of what I'm talking about with the energy that I've been mentioning. This is a time when I think you're really ready to move into a new way of thinking. Thinking about yourself, thinking about your life, and particularly thinking about your relationships. Because the earth signs hold the relationship houses in your chart. And one thing that could mean is that you are typically very steady and committed and you are in it for the long haul. And uh, another thing that can mean is that sometimes your habits don't change easily. So in relationships. So having Uranus in this part of the chart is going to bring a push for you to really shift your thinking, especially about how you are relating and what your brain is doing when you're relating. Now, the Virgo planets will also try and Saturn and Pluto in your solar 11th house, and this has to do with your larger networks, your friends, and your social causes, as well as your future hopes and wishes. So with this trine, we get some kind of information about how your relationships are actually extending into a bigger world of you relating in the world your expectations for your friends in the future, for your friend groups, for how you want to be perceived and received in a larger social milieu. So all month long, lots, lots, lots to work with. Saturn is turning direct on September 18th, and it has been retrograde since April 30th. And this describes to me some kind of turning point for you, and it may be a turning point in a significant project that you're trying to get out into the world. It may also be some kind of turning point in um, this theme that I mentioned around how you want to be regarded in your social sphere, in your social circles, and a kind of level of authority, professionalism, self-containment, or responsibility that you're really trying to assume in the world. And it's like you want to level up right now. And so over the last four months, you've been thinking about how do you level up? And I mean that in the sense of like your place in society, like you want to take a step up in whatever it is that you're offering and how you're offering it and how you think about yourself and how others are thinking about you there. And now you figured something out, you're ready to start moving forward with those understandings. There's also a significant aspect, very significant for you, because it involves your two ruling planets. Jupiter will square Neptune on September 21st. And this is the third time this has happened this year. It happened previously in January and in June. So think back uh, to pretty much the middle of both of those months for any information on recurring themes. But this is an important square for you, I think, because it has a lot to do with both your personality, your appearance, your presentation, and your work in the world, how you want to put yourself um, in line with your aspirations and your ambitions, the thing you're, you're reaching for and you're trying to achieve. 
So you've been figuring something out in those realms. I think you're understanding something about how you're coming across to people, how you want to come across, and there might be some stuff to, to keep working through. But as we move through this third square aspect, um, it seems like you're getting some, some big downloads and information. Please check back in with me at the new moon and the full moon. I always offer something for these lunation cycles. Um, it might not be a podcast, but it could be a meditation or an embodiment or a poem. On August 30th, there's a new moon in Virgo. Again, this is your opposite sign, and this is a powerful new moon since the moon will be making all of the aspects that the personal planets do throughout the month. And this is a really excellent time for you to set intentions for the next year. A new moon and a full moon happen pretty much once every year in each sign. So this new moon in Virgo, great time to be thinking about how you want to call in new kinds of relationship in your life. Um, the full moon is on September 14th, and this is also an important day. Um, it's a day that includes a powerful aspect to your sign when Mars is opposing um, your ruling planet and again illuminating this axis of self and other. And both Mercury and Venus are going to move into Libra. So we have more in the themes of relationship and how you're meeting relationship. Big month for you, friend. Um, I'm wishing you all the best. And that's all for now. Happy Virgo season and thanks for listening.